When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. After three weeks of the NFL season, the rookies for the Indianapolis Colts are showing out. Anthony Richardson, Juju Brench, and Josh Downs all making an impact for this team early on in the season. So let's talk about them. Welcome to Horseshoe Huddle Halftime, a special episodes of the Horseshoe Huddle podcast brought to you by Fan Nation on SI.com, part of the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Andrew Moore, and I'm joined here as always by my fellow writer, analyst, and co-host of the Horseshoe Huddle podcast, Drake Wally. Drake, uh, the top three rookies for the Colts in the 2023 draft class certainly making an impact already on this season. And, and if things continue, I mean, hopefully uh, these these three could be cornerstones for this team for, for years to come. Very impressive starts by Anthony Richardson, Juju Brents, and Josh Downs uh, making their impact early. And, and, and it's certainly showing on the field. Yeah, and hey, it's you. You were really excited to see it come from Anthony Richardson. You were equally as excited at times to see it come from Josh Downs, but it's also e- even more refreshing that Juju Brents gets his first start, goes out there, and we'll talk about it. But he goes out there right away and makes an impact against a very good team in a very important game in a hostile environment. So uh, I think that there's reason to celebrate all three of these guys just in their first three uh, three games, at least at the three week mark going into week four. So I'm excited to dive into it. It's uh, we're, we're, we get to talk about Indianapolis's future and it looks pretty bright so far. 
It certainly does. So before we dive into this audio-only episode of Horseshoe Huddle Halftime, please go follow us on all of our social medias, like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook. Go follow at Colts on FN on X and subscribe to the Horseshoe Huddle YouTube channel. Hit that bell so you know whenever Drake and I are going live so you never miss an episode. And if you can't catch us live on YouTube or after the fact, wherever you're listening to us today, Apple, Spotify, Google, we're obviously on here as well. So make sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe wherever you are listening to us today. So without further ado, Drake, let's dive in. And and as always, we got to start with the big man. We got to start with number five, Anthony Richardson, the starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, He he missed last week's game, uh, the week three win over the Baltimore Ravens with that concussion. As long as everything goes well and he continues to progress in the concussion protocol, he should be back in action this week against the Los Angeles Rams, but so far through through five quarters that we have seen Anthony Richardson, he's he's it's been impressive. He's certainly a lot long, a lot a lot farther ahead than I think many people originally thought he would be. Uh, the the accuracy issues I think have been overblown um he he certainly has shown off his incredible athleticism out there and and you're seeing just just. In- incremental improvements since we first saw him in training camp all the way up till the last time we saw him against the Texans just seems like every day the kid continues to improve and he's improving in the most crucial part of his game which is passing mechanics and fundamentals and footwork and just hitting those short and intermediate passes as we've just said time and time again um and that's exactly what right out of the gate the jags did to him they took away the deep ball i think he had less than i think he had around like eight or nine yards per completion in that game i mean we're talking about a guy who has this big cannon well we said that's what defenses will do they're going to take that deep ball away force him to throw short force him to throw intermediate and then they're going to try to contain him in the pocket and just make him do that well he's shown he can hit those short throws he's shown he can read this offense It also, we already talked about him in another episode, but Steichen has done such a great job of making things simple, making things fit his strengths. And so far, he's about 64% completion, which is way better than he did in college. And boy, just in two games playing, that gives you some reason to, you know, be optimistic about him improving with his accuracy. And really the biggest thing for Anthony Richardson has been his command of the offense, the command of the huddle. It just has, it's never looked too big for him. And that's certainly saying something for a kid that only has 13 collegiate starts under his belt comes in barely 21 years old. And he is commanding a huddle full of grown men. And, and, and this team has gravitated toward Anthony Richardson. Obviously, his teammates feel that that he is mature enough and, and shows the leadership capacity to be voted a captain of this team, even as a rookie, which which says a lot when you're talking about guys like, like Zaire Franklin, uh, DeForest Buckner, Quentin Nelson, Shaq Leonard, Ryan Kelly, Kenny Moore, the other names, the other captains for this team that Anthony Richardson is associated with, it's, it's a big big testament to, to what he has done so far and there's the belief that the locker room has in this kid but on the field drake 
again, it, I mean, yes, there have been some misses. There's been misreads, some missed throws. Uh, that's that's going to happen with any rookie quarterback. So, but but you want to see him not make the same mistake twice. And even going back to that that first preseason game against the Buffalo Bills when he threw that interception, you haven't seen a throw like that and a, and a bad decision like that from Anthony Richardson since. I mean, it is, the kid is learning from his mistakes, and and it's something that that is great to see. And he just continues to build on that performance and and hopefully we get to see him this weekend against the Rams because I, I know Gardner Minch you got that win but as we've as we've established this the the heights that this offense can go to just so much higher when Richardson is back there uh, uh commanding this team yeah and it, it gives at the end of the day to make it simple it gives the defense way more to consider and it changes how the defense looks at guys like Zach Moss it changes the way defenses look at guys like Alec Pierce I mean, it completely changes their game plan when you have a guy who can hit throws, he can outrun you, he can deceive you with fakes and then get the ball to other guys in RPOs and in option reads, as opposed to a guy who's just kind of like, you know, a very safe thrower, backup quarterback, more of a pocket passer, can get up and go, but clearly also needs to improve his blitz awareness. So, yeah, absolutely. I think that Anthony Richardson blows the ceiling off the offense's potential. But, hey, Gardner Minshew, at the end of the day, like you, like we've said a bunch, he's a low-end starter, high-end backup, and he's been a high-end backup so far for the Colts. And there's, I mean, there's been a lot of talk, or there was a lot of talk, a talk anyway, about Anthony Richardson should sit for a while, half the season, maybe even the entire season, uh, just because he wasn't ready. That that's just not been the case. He, the way he has been able to command things and and handle being the quarterback for the Colts so far the Colts have made the right decision. There is no reason to sit Anthony Richardson. Let him get out there, get as many live reps as he possibly can. Let him learn on the job. Yes, there's going to be some ups and downs. We've already seen the, the highs where he has just been able to be an absolute weapon with his legs dominating on the ground. We've also seen some of the lows. I mean, he's already missed a game. There have been some injury issues early on in the season. He certainly needs to learn how to protect his body, but all 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 things considered all of the arrows are trending upwards on Anthony Richardson and then if you're a Colts fan you have to be ecstatic and, and and incredibly excited for for the trajectory that Anthony Richardson is on and and the future of this team at the quarterback position yeah and right now he's on the right track as long as he just keeps on listening to Stike and keeps on understanding that it's a step-by-step process he's going to be just fine those athletic attributes are going to carry him far And the next rookie we're going to talk about, he actually made his debut on Sunday. Juju Brents, the the second-round pick out of Kansas State, uh, was dealing with some injuries throughout the offseason. Obviously, he had that wrist injury coming into the draft, was dealing with a hamstring injury as well. Juju Brents wasn't wasn't out there for the first two games of the season for the Colts. The the Colts uh, gave him a healthy, healthy, quote unquote, scratch. Uh, Shane Steichen said they they just felt like he needed to uh, to kind of prove some more things in practice. Didn't feel like he was quite ready yet. And it certainly paid off because while he made his debut on Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens, stellar debut for juju brents uh i think he 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 ended up with like an 87.6 overall grade from pro football focus he had a forced fumble he uh didn't allow uh very many catches in coverage was very physical at the line of scrimmage fantastic debut for juju brents and and showing all those athletic skills and, and exactly why the colts picked him there in the second round 
Yeah, and he was actually one of the most heavily targeted cornerbacks for the Colts. They targeted him five times, and actually only Zaire Franklin got targeted more with six, and it looks like Shaq Leonard was tied with five. So they went after Juju Brents. They were like, look, this guy's in his first game. Go pepper him with targets. He only allowed three catches for 18 yards. He had a near 90 overall grade coverage. I mean, this this guy, if that is any indication of how he's going to play, that is a – hell of a draft pick you're talking about a real problem i mean the, the length the his, his quick movements with his feet he's a little bit slower in a foot race but given gus bradley's scheme he doesn't have to be this blistering fast cornerback okay so he fits the scheme perfect he went out there played really well i think that he tackled well uh ended with kind of like about what you'd expect the corner to have a 57.5 so that's kind of like a little bit above average he had four on the day but hey Right out of the gate, you've got one hell of a start for Juju Brents. And if he can continue to play like that, man, he's going to have a great rookie season and could have a pretty good NFL career as we continue to talk more and more about him as the games go on. Drake, you read my mind. I was just about to say, I mean, we've been waiting for to see Juju Brents in this Gus Bradley defense for a long time because of the attributes that this kid has. He's a smart football player, big six foot three. Uh, he's got very, very long arms, long strider, uh, very physical at the point of attack and is, is not afraid to press a wide receiver at the line of scrimmage, is not afraid to to help out in the running game and, and tackle a running back. It's it's the perfect fit for this Gus Bradley defense, and I think that's partially why the the Colts the Colts were so high on Juju Brents, his athletic ability and his fit in this scheme. It's it's a match made in heaven, and obviously he's got a long ways to go. He's going to face uh, wide receivers that are considerably better than what he saw on on Sunday, but. I mean, you could point to that that play that he made, forcing that fumble on Kenyon Drake. The, the Colts' defense had, were, were on their heels at that point, and the Ravens were looking to go up an, another score. And if, if Juju Brents doesn't force that fumble, who knows how that game turns out. Instead, he forces the fumble, the Colts get the ball back, and, and after that, it was lights out for this Indianapolis Colts defense. So you, you love to have a debut like that from Juju Brents. Now you got to start backing it up. you got to start stacking those days or stacking those games where you, you see him continually do that, continue to be a force out there. The Colts just released their depth chart today uh, for week four, and Juju Brents has officially uh, displaced Daryl Baker Jr. and is now the starter at one of those cornerback positions. So it's been a fantastic couple weeks for Juju Brents, and, and as a Colts fan, you, you got to hope that this continues and the Colts have found a long-term answer at cornerback. Yeah, and hey, for Daryl Baker Jr., you also hope as a Colts fan or, or or if you support the team that the rest of the cornerbacks can also elevate their play a little bit and Rodney Thomas is a safety and uh, the rest of the secondary around Brents because that's just going to make him look better. That's going to make his time a little bit easier. But hey, out of the gate, from an individual standpoint, he's looking pretty good. Exactly. And then we move on to the, the third pick from the Colts from this 2023 draft class, number 79 overall, Josh Downs and and I think we all we all kind of had a really good feeling about Josh Downs coming into this season and he's certainly uh, proven us correct in that assessment. I I, I don't have the exact stats in front of me, uh, but I I'm pretty sure uh, Josh Downs ranks second on the team in receptions, just behind Michael Pittman Jr. He. As, already took over the starting role in the slot from Isaiah McKenzie before we even got to week one. Uh, but Drake, we had, we had kind of talked about maybe later in the season, we kind of see him take over that starting role. He certainly got out in front of 
our predictions, but uh, what has impressed you about Josh Downs uh, so far within the, with over the first three weeks of the season? Reliability. I mean, the guy's already becoming a safety blanket at slot. He can make it work with uh, with Minshew. He can make it work with Richardson. Of course, you prefer him to build that rapport with Richardson. But like you said, 15 catches on 24 targets, 124 receiving yards. He's yet to get that touchdown. But, hey, his job is literally to play slot. Those guys are not mm-hmm. putting up massive yards per, ca- uh, per, per catch. He also has six first downs, which is pretty interesting. Him and Granson both have six. But – absolutely tore up um in in the baltimore game i know he had like only six yards per catch but the guy actually brought okay so yeah eight 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 catches 57 yards he was the most targeted guy though so that just shows that it's not just Steichen, but it's these quarterbacks veterans or rookies alike that really like what they see from josh downs and this is all going right back to reggie wayne when 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 they drafted him and when that video came out that he said uh in their in their meetings that this is i feel like this is the best receiver in the entire nfl or in the entire nfl draft he runs his routes crisp you know he's a a big play receiver in an undersized frame so far that's starting to pan out it just gets you excited to see what else he's going to do as he gets more experience honestly he's quickly becoming that 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 quick win wide receiver for this Colts offense when when you need to get the ball out fast and and you need a wide receiver that that can get open very very quickly you look Josh Downs way he's been able to create quite a bit of separation on those routes uh the kid catches everything we've we've really seen that carry over from college to the NFL very low drop percentage and and when you throw it his way he's gonna bring it in so a tremendous find for for the Colts there in the third round shocked me a little bit because I didn't think that Chris Ballard would go with a small receiver like that yeah a a new coaching staff new regime and I'm certainly glad that Ballard bucked his his previous trends where it was able to get josh downs because again it it, sometimes it takes a little bit for wide receivers to get going but i and that josh downs i think is just going to continue to get better and better as the season goes along and honestly he's probably going to be the slot starting slot receiver for the colts for years to come building that connection with anthony richardson yeah and you know we were talking about again it's just so crazy because isaiah mckenzie i believe has two catches for 10 yards on the season so i mean josh downs has made Isaiah McKenzie a a surefire backup slot receiver. So credit to Josh Downs for doing this as a rookie. And again, he's becoming a safety blanket that whoever's behind center, you hope it's Richardson, of course, is going to start using for years to come. And you just hope that, you know, he really starts to tee off in that leadership role because I really think it's not that far away for him. Exactly. But it's it's overall, it's just so it's just great to see all of these rookies getting off to fast starts. We haven't seen all three of them in every single game, but when they've been out there, they've been making a difference for this Colts team. They've been showing continued growth every single week. And and it looks like everything is trending upwards uh, for the Indianapolis Colts with these three guys, potentially three pillars of this organization for years to come. And that's our show for today, guys. Really fun conversation with Drake here about uh, the top three picks for the Colts in the 2023 NFL Draft and their impact they're already having on Shane Steichen's squad. Uh, things are looking good for this trio of, of very talented players. So if you haven't done so, please go follow us on all of our socials. Like Horseshoe Huddle on Facebook. Follow at Colts on FN on X and subscribe to Horseshoe Huddle on the 
uh, the Horseshoe Huddle YouTube channel, click that bell so you know whenever Drake and I are going live every Monday and Thursday night, breaking down the games, previewing the games, special guests, everything. You'll want to make sure you're subscribed to that. You never miss an episode. And if you can't catch us live wherever you are listening to us today, please subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps us reach other Colts fans just like you. Go follow Drake at DWallsterDrake on X. You can follow me at Andrew Moore NFL, and we will be back Thursday night live at 7 p.m. Eastern to break down the week four matchup as the Indianapolis Colts welcome the Los Angeles Rams into Lucas Oil Stadium. And we'll have a special guest with us to break uh, break all that down, give us a unique perspective from the Rams side of things. So make sure you tune into that. But until then, Colts fans, enjoy uh, the remnants of the Baltimore Ravens win. But we're on to the Los Angeles Rams. We'll see you Thursday night.